How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The following is a KMOX Sports Special. Welcome to the St. Louis City Soccer Report on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back into our downtown studios. St. Louis Soccer, City Soccer Report on the air for the first time. And we have a really fun show planned out for you tonight. Those of us uh, who were in here with Matt Pauly at the end of Sports Open Line know that uh, we got a fully loaded guest lineup this evening. Nate Gatter and Jen C. Gansner with you here from our X studios. Jen, we are so excited about the lineup that we have tonight. Uh, I think the excitement that we have, though, pales in comparison to the excitement around this city now that we're just uh, three weeks away yeah. uh, on Saturday from St. Louis City kicking off an MLS. Yeah, for sure. I think in some ways, you know, if you're on the team and on the planning side, it's going to be a short three weeks. But if you're a fan waiting, it's like, these are going to take forever. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Uh, we're going to be talking to uh, a lot of people, media, players, and uh, some folks at the club who know a whole lot about what's coming up this season and have a lot to tell us about uh, everything that's on the docket. February 25th against Austin will be the uh, MLS opener for St. Louis City, and then the home opener on March 4th, which uh, sold out in about five minutes today, I think, the, the yeah. relatively few tickets that were even left. Yeah, we, we didn't get any. <laughs> no, no, we didn't get any. We're going to have to, then maybe station tickets. Yeah, that, maybe, surely. Uh, that, Somewhere in a drawer around here, right? Yeah, there's got to be something. <laughs> um, so w- when we look ahead to that season, thinking about the excitement, thinking about, you know, when we've had a little bit of a t- Case City have gotten to start in sort of an unusual way because some teams have moved to MLS already having minor league existing teams. The FC Cincinnati's of the world, Sacramento is going to be doing the same thing at some point, moving from USL uh, or now maybe even you'll get some team that's already establishing itself in Next Pro and, and moves up. Mostly the expansion teams just start, right? You're waiting for the first game. St. Louis City, too, already were playing last year, got that run to the to the MLS Next Pro Championship game. Some of the hardcore fans were around for that, and then a lot of fans were there for a sold-out uh, game and opening up the stadium against Bayer Leverkusen, right. the new city park, at uh, in November on a frigid night. <laughs> uh, but uh, it did not do anything to quell the excitement in the stadium that night. So in some ways, it feels like we've had all the appetizers now, right? A little we, bit, right? It's, it's time for the main course. It's been tiny christened, but not yes. like, you know, completely. We don't have the full bottle of champagne going yet. So like, that'll, that'll be exciting. What are you most excited for? Okay. So uh, dating myself. So there's a lot of people that, you know, my age that, you know, are younger than me that are like, oh my gosh, you know, it's yay. It's about time. And I'm like, my generation is it's long overdue, man. This is long overdue. You know, we have been 
saying for so many years, um, we've been kind of a, we self-dubbed ourselves, you know, as the soccer capital, right, of the United States. And we've, you know, it, on the youth circuit anyway, you kind of lose a little bit of that to some up and coming, you know, the cities that kind of are really dominant right now. And But, you know, St. Louis soccer has been a part of, you know, a lot of families. It's whether you played yourself or not, your kids have probably played now. It's part of the blood you know, and I'd love to see it in there as much as we adore the Blues and the Cardinals for us to also be, you know, uh, you know, city nation, you know, city soccer nation. Yeah, it feels like a lot of pressure to put on the club in some ways to say that the mandate is to restore St. Louis to being America's soccer capital. But in many ways, it feels like that's all that miss- that's missing. I mean, you can go back a century of, of St. Louis being a preeminent soccer city in this country. For sure. Uh, you you go you know to the 1950 World Cup team that that beat England and had almost half of its starting eleven from St. Louis. Go to the dominance of St. Louis University in the 60s and 70s right. with those double digit national titles. Uh, even even from a broadcasting standpoint, you know here we are in KMOX that the first soccer broadcast ever on ESPN was in St. Louis. Right. Uh, the the amount of soccer history in this city, but the nationally relevant soccer history is enormous. And the only thing that this city has never had is, in some ways, the most fundamental, which is a sustained, sustainable, and self-sustaining first division professional team. That's right. I mean, we've had. Uh, I grew up, when I grew up, you know, steamers. Right. They, every, anybody my age will, you know, Slobo. People know those names, and and the storm, and and the ambush, and and those are important. Like I'm so glad we had that, but we did not have that connection to the outdoor game um, that was is is sorely missed. And I said it back then, and I'm going to say it again. There has always been an appetite for it. We just needed to have something served, and I think we're ready. Yeah, and, and you know, it's funny too because it, it, as close as we got a few years ago, you know, 2017, 18, there was all that buzz about this is going to be when an MLS team comes to St. Louis, the two competing ownership groups, it got really messy, really fast. And you end up with this, uh, you know, a tax initiative on the ballot that voters declined. And you wondered at that moment with how many other cities were stepping up to the plate for MLS, if that was going to be the death knell for soccer coming to St. Louis somehow, which would have been such a tragedy for the league as well as for the city. It, it feels like poetic justice in some ways that mm-hmm. that voters, even while they stick, stuck to their guns on that, that they ended up getting this amazing ownership group, built this amazing stadium without asking for a lot of public money that that built this incredible and is still building this incredible addition to our city in that downtown West area, just completely revitalizing an entire section of our city. Yeah. And understanding that our city is, um, you know, Every city has its challenges, right? But our city is so great. There's a, there's enough love to go around, right? There's enough love to go around all the professional sports and also tying it. You know, I have four kids, so it ties ties into the youth and it ties into, you know, other leagues and things like that. I think that there's there's plenty to go around. And I'm just, you know, growth, little growth mindset. There's plenty for everybody. So let's bring a little bit more in. Yeah, no. And, and it seems like even last season, it seems like all the other teams have been totally on board. The Cardinals were already promoting um, City last year. Uh, you know, they had a city night and, and Lutz Fanage Steele, the sporting director, yeah. was on the, the Valley Sports Midwest broadcast talking to Jim Hayes um, and all that stuff. You really love to see the camaraderie and the teams working together to, to do something for our community. For sure. I thought you and Matt Pauly made an interesting point, too. He was talking about his daughter, that he likes her to be able to see things before she does things. And and the way that the stadium and the training facility are all right there as you drive down 6440 through through downtown West and kids growing up in St. Louis are going to get to see that. 
And on top of that, they're going to get to see St. Louis kids out on the field. I mean, we already got to see 15-year-old Caden Glover out there and 15-year-old Aaron Hurd on the field representing City against Bayer Leverkusen. You know, they were Caden Glover at 15 years old, a Columbia, Illinois kid, was down there in training camp in Florida. We'll talk to Tom Timmerman about that. And now he's probably still a few years away. He's back to training with City, too. But he has a full MLS contract. It's not going to be that long until we see a St. Louis teenager out there representing city and how special is that going to be that's right and, and you know for from a kid's perspective you when you see it when you see someone close you dream it you know you dream what you see and so when you have exposure right you know what what kid hasn't dreamed of being on the cardinals what hockey player in st louis hasn't you know dreamed of being a blue you know it's it's how important is that that they also have a line of sight in this sport um that you know, dreaming is great. Whether they do it or not, is it doesn't matter. But to have to be able to dream and see a line to themselves without having to, I've been to plenty of games in Kansas City, in Chicago, but not having to go there, but having it here in our backyard, I think is great. The last thing too, and this is sort of the opposite of the 15, 16, 17 year old homegrown kid is the St. Louisans potentially coming back to City at some point, maybe the tail ends of their careers. MLS has done a lot to dispel the whole retirement league thing. But it's still telling that when St. Louis City were given the opportunity to claim the discovery rights to one player, if they were to come back to MLS, (laughs) they went for Josh Sargent, a St. Louis kid who has established himself playing in England and with the national team, that if he might decide to come back to MLS at some point, Tim Ream, a St. Louis area native, if he might decide to come back, I mean, he's getting toward the tail end of his career, to be fair to him, though, playing probably at the highest level he ever has right now. Um, You know, it'll be really cool to see those people, too. You like to imagine a day where... What if we could have one day field a starting 11 with three, four, five St. Louisans in it? How special could that be? Absolutely. And, you know, other cities have gotten to do it. Let's let's it's our turn too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a soccer hotbed for a long time for the youth ranks, the club ranks, uh, all the way up to, to SLU and beyond. And, and the hope is that now the uh, jewel on top can be St. Louis City SC. We got a lot more to talk about with St. Louis City tonight, all the way until 10 o'clock. We'll be with you. You're listening to the St. Louis City Soccer Report on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Now, back to the St. Louis City Soccer Report on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back on the St. Louis City Soccer Report alongside Jen C. Skansner. I'm Nate Gatter with you tonight from our downtown studios. And we are joined tonight by the first of an impressive list of guests. So a a lot of pressure on Santiago Beltran to start us off. He was the uh, voice, the Spanish voice of City 2 during their season uh, last year that came to a conclusion in the MLS Next Pro Championship game in October on Lead Air Sports Media. Kind enough to join us now this evening on X. Santiago, how you doing? Great, Nate. How are you? I'm good. It's great to hear from you. Um, let's start there. Jen and I were talking about how fun this was. Sort of unusual for a straight-up expansion team like City as opposed to a team, say, like FC Cincinnati that moved up from the USL ranks. But uh, for a team like City expanding directly into MLS, to have that kind of run-up first season, in this case of City 2 in MLS Next Pro, which I imagine was nice for you as well to get that season sort of under your belt of, I know you had called St. Louis FC games in the past, but getting back to to calling professional soccer and uh, maybe more importantly to get to know some of the City 2 guys as well as some of the first team players, a lot of whom uh, will be part of this uh, setup for City starting the season in just a few weeks. Yeah, it was it was a great experience. Obviously, as you said, um, City like um, earned the expansion bid, and um, the team was supposed to start in 2022. Then, due to uh, COVID, I guess it got postponed to 2023, and that gave the team an opportunity to join MLS Next Pro. And as you said, it was a great experience, like to get to know the players, get to know some of the coaches, and what it was really, really good at the end of the season was to see some of those CD2 players to get signed to uh, CDSC. That was great to see. So I really enjoyed the experience uh, calling the games. Uh, the team did really well, made it to the championship. Seeing them win the conference finals at home was also great. The support of all the fans. So uh, it was a great experience overall. So, hey, Santiago, it's Jen. So how excited? We, Nate and I, before the break, we're talking about, like, the next three weeks, right? So in some ways, it's going to go really fast for being prepared. And for fans, it's going to go really slow because it can't get here fast enough. Um, what do you think about what's coming up? I know you've gotten to see some uh, stuff in training camp. What are we looking for? Well, we're looking to see a, a very exciting team. Um, team, uh, the style of play that the team wants to implement is uh, – very fast, very quick style, a high press, quick transition. So I think it's going to be exciting for the fans. And the team uh, has been working really hard, preseason already going on. And it's going to be here really soon. Uh, it's it's amazing to think that uh, we have been waiting 
three years or three three or more years for this team to uh, to finally play its first match. But it's really exciting. Yeah, we have three weeks, but it's going to go really quickly. Yeah, Santiago, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, especially since you, you know, you've been around practice a little bit, I know you were there today for the media availability and, and maybe more importantly, got to see some of the City 2 players as well as some of the first team players who were getting their feet wet in MLS Next Pro last year because so many of them arrived over the course of 2022 to sort of get settled in St. Louis and, and hopefully be ready to hit the ground running now this year. Outside of the, the likes of, the, of Klaus and Roman Berkey and Edward Lovin, the, the ones that we know are expected to play big roles for City, are there any names you think are flying a little bit too much under the radar right now who, who you're looking forward to and, and think could have a big impact next year? Yeah, so one of the players that I think is going to have a great impact and is going to have a good season is Thomas Ostrak. He, he was one of the seven international players signed last year and, and he played some minutes to score uh, some goals uh, during the playoff run. So I think he's he's one of the players that is going to have a great impact. And just thinking outside of uh, the guys that played in MLS 2, I'm also looking forward to see what Nico Giochini or um, Indiana Basilev will do. Uh, both of them have experience in in MLS, also experienced internationally, internationally. So looking forward to, to see what, what they will be able to do. And the other thing you guys were talking a little bit about, Caden Glover, obviously he's, he's back training with CD2, but at some point, uh, maybe not during MLS, but maybe uh, US Open Cup or even Leagues Cup, he, he's going to have some minutes with the MLS team. So looking forward to, to, see his, to seeing his progression too. Yeah, Santiago, uh, you know, one more thing I think uh, from taking away from from last season is the way, and you kind of mentioned it, not only did the players get to get comfortable, but the fans got to get comfortable, if you will. They got to know the players. I thought uh, after that Western Conference final win at home at, at SIUE that sent them to the MLS Next Pro final, when Josh Yarrow came over and was speaking to the supporters section, that felt like a really poignant moment. The City 2 captain who was thanking those fans, and it was not an insignificant number, who had invested in some ways ahead of time, if you will. Maybe they had expected to be invested in 2022, as you said, that was the initial plan, but had chosen to invest their time and energy and money a year before the team was even going to be in MLS. It seemed like the players were really appreciative of that. And the fans gave that appreciation back for the effort that, that the players were putting forward consistently all season. In some ways, the bond is already there, even before City have kicked off an MLS. Yeah, uh, it was also great for that, for that relationship with the fans. And as you said, the bond is already there. Not only Josh Jarrow, uh, like speaking to the fans at, at the end of that championship, but I know he he has also show, showed up to uh, events that the fans uh have put together this year, and it's great to see that relationship growing. I think um, that was one of the fears uh, when um, after St. Louis FC folded, and there was also a good relationship there. And I think one of the fears the fans had was that in MLS maybe they weren't going to be able to have the relationship. But from what I have seen, I think it's going to be something similar, and, and the players will be involved with the community. So I'm looking forward to seeing that too.
And you know what I'm looking forward to also, Santiago, is, is you know, not just with the fans, of course, but then, you know, the linkages. You mentioned Caden Glover and, and the linkages then to youth soccer. So you know, being a youth soccer coach and, and seeing then they start as littles, right? They're little bitties and they, they look up to these players and they see the line of sight and they can go in a stadium where those players are not just on TV, they're right in front of them. I think that's really exciting for the city to be able to just kind of have that connection to the players so personally, especially when you're a little young soccer player. For sure, and and the minute um, like young kids will see Caden Glover, and mm-hmm. they will think it's a great example. They will say, "Oh, this is possible," and and I could represent my city. I could play for my city and play for my city's team. So um, it's a great example. Is the first step, but I'm sure we will see more local talent, local kids playing, making it up through uh, the academy system, City Two, and finally making it to uh, St. Louis City SC. You know, Santiago, one of the other things I wanted to ask you about, I think uh, it, certainly the highest profile signing in, in the last month or two has been the the addition of Jumbelo Bloom from the, the South African central midfielder. You know, a lot of fans felt like that was where the biggest hole was on the roster at the end of the City 2 season coming into this year, especially after the expansion draft, where the biggest hole was somebody who could play that number six holding midfield role. And he's a pretty high-profile signing. Certainly somebody Kaiser Chiefs fans in South Africa didn't want to see leave. But uh, you can tell their support in any time that City post about him on social media. I think he had 4,000 likes and counting on Twitter for just a photo of him wearing his, his City uh, kit. The people seem very excited about him. From having been around training today and just being connected to the team, do you think it's realistic to expect him to, to be fully up to speed and, and ready to go on February 25th in Austin, or is there going to be a little bit more of an easing in period with him? No, I, I think he will be, he will be ready to go. Obviously he joined the team last week in Florida and um, he just had his first few training sessions um, in the last few days, but we still have time between now and, and February 25th. And maybe he, he won't be a started a starter in February 25th, but I think he will get to that fitness level and, and I think he will make an impact, uh, if not the first game, uh, very soon. But but he had been training, um, even though he wasn't with the team, he was training uh, in South Africa under uh, the team's guidance. So um, I think he, he just needs uh, some uh, playing time with the team, uh, get that bonding with with his teammates but but yeah i think he he will be ready to go to go or very close uh, on february 25th we're talking to santiago beltran who was the uh, spanish language radio voice of uh, city two for lead air sports media during their run as mls next pro runners up last year and uh, santiago we appreciate your expertise one more before we let you go uh, I, I think I'm going to ask this to probably everybody we have tonight. I already asked Jen, but uh, for somebody who's been around the club in, in some ways since the inception, at least since they started playing games in some form or fashion on the field, you've been a part of it. What are you most excited for, whether that's February 25th, the opener, whether it's March 4th, the first home game at City Park, or whether it's this entire first season on the whole? What are you most looking forward to about what's in store over the next uh, seven or eight months? I am looking forward to that home opener on February 4th. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be electric. Uh, I'm also looking forward to that first goal scored at home. Uh, I think uh, it's going to be so loud and so exciting. So looking forward to the atmosphere on, on February 4th and 
probably on every game because I think every game is going to be a sellout. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all, my friend. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Santiago Beltran of Lead Air Sports Media lending a little bit of his expertise on the club. And uh, the next guy we're going to talk to after the break has quite a bit of expertise as well. Jared Stroud, St. Louis City winger, will be joining us when we return. You're listening to the St. Louis City Soccer Report on KMOX. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, back to the St. Louis City Soccer Report on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back on the St. Louis City Soccer Report with Jen C. Skansner. I'm Nate Gatter, and we are joined now by St. Louis City SC winger Jared Stroud. Jared, thanks so much for being with us tonight. Uh, we're really happy to have you here. Thanks so much. Yeah, awesome. Thanks. Uh, thank you for having me, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Well, let, let's start at the beginning, at least, of your story with St. Louis City. You know, you were traded to, to City in November. When you got that call, what were the emotions like? I mean, obviously, it's always a, a challenge to be traded or, or to move to a new team without a lot of warning, but especially to move to an expansion team that, that you know, literally had never played. You never played a road game here, anything like that. What, what was going through your mind when you got that call? Yeah, I mean, I, I was excited, right? So I, uh, I I had played under Brad at Red Bull. Uh, Brad is obviously the coach here at St. Louis, um, so I knew him pretty well. Um, and you know, I played a lot under him, and you know, did good things. And it was, you know, he kind of sparked um, a good period of my career in MLS back in 2020. Uh, so I knew he had faith in me, and that there might have been something there. Um, and then, you know, uh, with with the expansion team, I actually played on. Austin when they were in their first expansion year. So I basically had, you know, I think I'm the only guy on the team who's, who's gone through that experience um, and brought soccer to a city 
from from the very first day. And then, you know, I basically helped make that team, um, you know, into what it is today. And last year, you know, making playoffs, finishing in second, and then coming here to, you know, help set up this team um, in a in a city full of, you know, rich soccer history. So, uh, you know, it's a unique situation, but, you know, Hopefully, what I learned with Austin can be uh, translated a little bit over to here. But uh, overall, I was just super excited, honestly. And, uh, you know, I heard so much about how big soccer was here and how much, uh, you know, you saw it in the World Cup with uh, two guys coming from here. So I was just excited, and uh, it's been awesome so far. And I would imagine, too, you know, right, coming and, and, you know, sort of birthing right st louis into the mls and the pro level soccer that we've been really waiting for for so long um how does that compare to your experience being a veteran in the game and and, you know kind of having been there done that but then coming to a place that's ripe and ready for it but we really don't have the experience yet that you have had yeah yeah i mean yeah, it's it's always weird because you always feel like you're the young guy and now there's kind of a, a new chapter in my career right um, you know, I'm, I'm getting to be one of the older vets, right? Or the coach called me the vet the other day. I was like, oh my goodness. But, uh, you know, it's just growing. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's growing into that role, right? And, you know, I've seen a lot of good vets teach me and help me and help younger guys and, you know, see how they treat guys off the field, treat guys, you know, when things aren't going well, when, you know, the team takes, you know, punches in the chin and then how they act when, you know, we do really well, right? So, um, you know, it's it's about teaching the younger guys, getting them up to speed, um, you know, talking them, through, you know, through stories, through experiences that I, I've had, which, you know, eases their, you know, concerns or, you know, whatever they feel about the upcoming season, right? So it's all about helping them. And, you know, I know what the standard is, right? I've been on a team that's been, you know, good, bad, and also right in between, right? They made playoffs um, most years, so I know what it should look like. Um, and it's about, you know, teaching those guys and, and getting a culture and, you know, meeting guys. And, and uh, I think that's the biggest part is, is starting with a culture, starting with a base and standards and, um, you know, building around that. Yeah, obviously, that was a big part of these training camps. It's not only on the field, but, but you guys, the coaching staff really wanted to build that culture and, and they wanted to make sure the team was together and all that. Uh, uh, what did you feel came away in the off the field sense from the culture. What did you come away feeling the culture is now that you guys are at least midway through training camp and and getting pretty close to go time? Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting because when I was at Austin, we didn't have this, right? Because of COVID. So we didn't get to go on a trip. We didn't get to do this. And so, you know, after spending 10 10 days with the guys, it, it was, you know, astronomically helpful. And we still have another camp. But, you know, when you're kind of forced to spend time together almost, right, like you're sitting in the hotel room looking at each other, like, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, you, you get to know each other well. And, you know, I think throughout the days, um, we have this game called Mafia, which is a really fun game. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but, you know, it's it's a card game. I swear to goodness, we played it, you know, all night, every night, and, you know, yelling at each other, all this stuff. But, it, you know, it brings you together. And then when you're on the field and, understand each other you know each other you've talked to each other you've had you know a million deals together um you know learned about each other um because there's guys coming from all sorts of cultures and different backgrounds and everything but um you know that trip was awesome and it's brought us together in a huge way and i think it'll you know it'll only benefit us throughout the season 
Well, and those are the fun stories, right? You like to hear. It's not just about right, the, the training that we, you know, the media and we all go look at on the field, but all that stuff that's built, you know, that teams are built on the behind the scenes, right? And so I thought that that was really interesting. I think I heard or somewhere that, you know, you're part of your coaching, Bradley, who I know you've, you know, been with before, and Lutz wanted to be sure we're, we're bringing over, you know, team building off the field as well as all the training we got to do on the field, which is a little bit, from what I hear, unusual. Like, how is that? You know, did, has Bradley kind of brought in the stuff that, that you had done before? Or is this kind of, is this brand new for you, like kind of what's doing with we're building a new team? No, no, Brad. I mean, Brad and Lutz are so good, right? They, they, they seem to have a really keen eye on picking really good people. Um, you know, the staff, the players, um, you know, a big, a big part of the thing is having no big egos, right? Like they choose such good guys that I've never been on a team like this where it feels like, oh my goodness, like everyone is, is really kind and nice and wants to know about each other. And, you know, the coaches and, and Lutz, they obviously want us to spend time together um, to, to get to one, to, to know one another, but they make it easy by, you know, the type of people that they choose. Um, it, it just it just made it so much easier. Um, all the young guys like they're bought in. Um, you know they're they're doing everything right, and all the older guys are being kind and open. And it's not always like that because I've been in a bunch of locker rooms, and it's it's definitely not always like that, which is which is super nice and really refreshing. No, it's interesting that you say that. I think that's, uh, you know, it's something that they've talked about. If anything, I think Lutz almost, you know, got made fun of a little bit. You know how it can be on social media when you get a quote that maybe is is taken a little bit out of context or just is the single sentence from a long interview that gets tweeted. But when he said something along the lines of, you know, we don't feel the need necessarily to build our team around designated players. We want to have a designated team. And, and people mm-hmm. sort of said, oh, that sounds kind of kumbaya. And like, yeah, you soft. know, like we're doing you. <laughs> right. Like this is professional soccer. You know, we're, we want to go out and spend a lot of money and bring in the big names but it sounds like then at least from your perspective that it's working that 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 what you guys have it either already is or is at least well on its way to being a quote-unquote designated team yeah yeah exactly and you know brad and 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 loose's philosophy has always been that the the team and the style is the playmaker right we don't need to go out and get you know big name superstars because this is a you know it's a physical league um, you know, it's it's a league with a lot of running, um, physical competing. It's not always, you know, it, it's it's not always about bringing in the superstars. That doesn't always work, right? You see some teams spend gobs of money, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to finish high up the table. They could finish dead last, right? And you do see teams around the league, um, you know, examples, Red Bull, Philly, they're, they're doing the same type of philosophy, and they're making playoffs every single year, right? And they're having, you know, you know, really good seasons, right? And producing really good players and, you know, bringing wins to their city. And, you know, with our situation, we're, we're looking to do the same, some something similar, right? We want to make our own version of it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the media can say, you know, whatever they want, but, you know, you look at the team and I see the trainings and, you know, some of the results, I know it's just preseason and it doesn't mean anything, but, you know, it's good, right? We're competing with top teams already, so... That's what we want to do, and uh, and it, you know it's refreshing and it's nice, and uh, and for me, I I think it's it's the best way to go about it in the MLS. Well, we really appreciate your time, Jared. Just going to ask you one more, and then I promise we'll let you go. Um, <laughs> I want to know you you made that interesting point as well, and I hadn't really thought about it. Of course, you were there at the beginning with Austin, and I think some people, and there are 
sort of off the field ownership reasons and the way that Austin got to Austin and everything that some St. Louis fans don't necessarily take too kindly to you saying we want city to be like Austin some ways. Yes. Some ways. No. But I think from uh, the perspective of on the field success, finishing as well as Austin did last season in year two in MLS, not quite unprecedented in the, in the league, but certainly unusual. Uh, And on top of that, the atmosphere that was built so quickly, that was a tough place to play, a place that clearly impressed people in that MLS survey. Austin came in second among MLS players in club you would most want to play for when they had just gotten off the ground. What was your experience like, especially with that first game? I think a lot of City players and certainly a lot of City fans are dreaming about March 4th, the home opener. What do you remember from the first home game in Austin? And what do you think allowed you guys down there to build such an incredible atmosphere right off the bat? Yeah, I think, you know, when I remember that first game in Q2, uh, I was, you know, fortunate enough to start in it and, and play. And I tell you what, yeah, I mean, there's certain moments in your career where you walk out and you're you're just like, oh, my goodness, like, this is just, it, you almost black out for a second. You're like, wow, this is crazy. Like, there was not a single seat in the stadium missing. Um, you know, it's crazy. Matthew Akame is right there. He's banging his drums in an all-green suit. Uh, just like crazy, you know, just it, it's just like a scene that you, you know, you take in, you just take a breath in, you go, okay, this is real. And, you you know, then you have to play a 90-minute game, right? So uh, it's different. But, but you know, with St. Louis, it, it feels so unique. I know they had the game um, against the German team. I think that was a great run. Uh, you know, great way to understand, okay, the fans understand the stadium now and everything's set up, right? But I tell you what, that first game is going to be electric. Um, I think it's going to be very similar. I don't think there'll be a seat missing. I think it'll be as loud, you know, as you can possibly imagine uh, the entire game. I mean, hopefully we score early and often. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's just going to be a surreal moment. And, you know, I think for all the players, we just have to embrace it and the fans just have to enjoy it. And obviously it's going to be, you know, we're setting this team up for similar to Austin, we want long-term success. You know, we want to create a system, a culture, you know, a two-team that produces players. There's so much that goes into it, but I tell you what, all the all the steps are in place. Um, you know, obviously Austin's kind of one of our rivals now. They're in our league, but, you know, there is a, a similar feeling for me. Um, and honestly, like having the stadium already set up, we didn't have that in Austin. Our first game was in June. So having that first game, that first first week is just going to be it's going to be so special. And uh, you know we want to be interactive with the fans. We want to you know set our own culture here. We want to have our own unique identity. You know all sorts of stuff. And I'm I'm sure we're going to set that up in the next couple of weeks before the first game. But we're just so excited as players and um, you know the fans and all of you guys should just be pumped as well because it's going to be special. Well, we appreciate it, Jared. We are really excited. And uh, as you said, hopefully the goals are going in early and often. Thanks for taking the time tonight. Thanks, Nate. Thank you. City winger Jared Stroud joining us tonight. And we will be back with Bill McDermott, Mr. Soccer himself in St. Louis. You're listening to the St. Louis City Soccer Report on KMOX. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. 
Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Now, back to the St. Louis City Soccer Report on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back in our Camelot studios, St. Louis City Soccer Report continues. Nate Gatter, Jen C. Skansner with you downtown. And we are joined by uh, the man of the late hour, if you will, Bill McDermott, Mr. Soccer in St. Louis, Missouri Sports Hall of Fame inductee, former St. Louis Billiken. Uh, he's, you know, if we had to read the whole resume, Bill, I don't think you'd get to talk at all. That would use up all our time. Uh, perhaps that's what people would like to hear. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Nate, how are you? I'm and good. How are you? How are you? Glad to have you with us, Bill. Uh, We appreciate the season. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, Yeah, we're we're really excited for the season as well. And uh, you know, before we talk too much about city, I know we were hoping to talk to you a little bit about the U.S. men's national team, which is sort of a a dual spoke conversation, if you will. On the one hand, there is a pretty good effort, I think, uh, that in Qatar that that you know they came away making it out of the group stage. I think that was better, maybe, than people expected, or at least meeting expectations. On the other hand, the U.S. men's national team storyline of late has nothing to do with the on-field product and everything to do with what's going on with Greg Berhalter, Gio Reyna, Claudio Reyna, for that matter. What do you make of that whole situation and where the federation has to go from here in order to try to build on the success of the World Cup rather than getting yanked down in the mud by this uh, you know, borderline scandal? It, it is unfortunate because of what you just said. You use the World Cup as your barometer as to how you are measured in the overall world's game. And <clears throat> excuse me, with the United States advancing to the second round, people thought that was indeed feasible. Now, the thing that gets ugly about this, this overall scenario, is that this has involved lifelong friends. And as a matter of fact, the World Cup comes up again as a theme 
because the best World Cup, for all intents and purposes, the United States experienced was 2002, the team on which Greg Berhalter, Claudio Reyna, uh, Landon Donovan, Brian McBride, John O'Brien played. And they gave that significance to the United States to show people around the world that the United States was indeed improving. And that's what everybody was hoping for at this World Cup. They showed some uh, some spots of naivety when they played against a difficult team like Howard, and they paid the price for it as the end of it. But when you finish the World Cup, you're you're simply getting ready for the next one, even though as early as it is. Now all this starts to happen, but the United States does indeed have to address this because you continue to force upon people, not force upon people, to make it a reality to people that club and country do exist. The players for various teams around the United States, in particular for MLS teams, they all were striving to represent their country. And that's what has happened with this current crop of players. So it's disappointing because everyone thought coming out of this World Cup, oh, 2026, all these players will be of prime age to participate in the World Cup. So you've got some real obstacles here at the outset as you start to begin to prepare for the 2020 World 26 World Cup, which is going to be dramatically different, not just because it's held in three countries, but there's going to be 48 teams, a lot more action going on, and the United States will be an immense part of it. And we saw firsthand that after the 66 World Cup in England, the NASL started. After the 94 World Cup in the United States, MLS started. And we've been striving ever since, since 1996, to have St. Louis as a member of this league. If pro soccer is going to be in the United States, the one huge absence was St. Louis. But now St. Louis has automatically put itself at the top of the overall schematic of this league simply because of venue, venue, venue. And I'm not just talking strictly, Nate and Gent, about the soccer stadium, which is magnificent in and of itself, but of the world-class training facilities. Everything is in one place. This is going to revitalize your downtown area. But for a lot of people... This, is, this isn't anything new. People in St. Louis have known this for years. This is no longer an expansion team. That was made clear a long time ago by Diane Barber when he was in town to announce this initially at the Palladium years ago. This isn't an expansion team. It's a homecoming for St. Louis, and we literally can't wait for it. That's great. And Bill, uh, so we got about, you know, a minute left or so. So just to sure. go ahead and, and, and go over to the city side then, right? So we've got the U.S. men's team and hopefully that gets settled and addressed just like you said, as it should be mm-hmm. on the city side of it, at least here in St. Louis, we can look on the brighter side of things for us. And, you know, how exciting is that to get it in our own backyard? And I bet it really is for you. Finally, much right? So. Finally. <laughs> yeah, finally, exactly. Everybody said, oh, when I was doing MLS games when in the league package in the early years. Oh, McDermott's talking about St. Louis. <laughs> we know Brad Davis played for St. Louis University. We know Brian McBride played for St. Louis University, so on, so on, and so forth. But And this is being properly built, Jen, by everyone involved 
with the club. No team in the history of the league has had this much time to prepare. Let's face it, for all intents and purposes, some of these players have been here mm, starting last June, some earlier. So you've had the team to prepare for that length of period of time. And when John Heckworth was playing in MLS Next Pro, he had players to choose from all the time. The same players all the time. Because at that time, they weren't moving up to the MLS team. So it's being built properly. It's getting towards the first 11. I think if Lutz and Brad were on the phone right now, they would not, if, even if they had an idea, a notion who the first 11 was, they're certainly not going to be telling you. But they're building closely to that. Well, Bill, we appreciate your time and your expertise, as always. Uh, never hurts to have you on here and, and giving us a little bit of refresher. We really appreciate your time tonight. Anytime, Matt. Bye, Nate. Bye, Jen. Bye. That is Bill McDermott, Mr. Soccer, here joining us tonight on uh, St. Louis City Soccer Report on KMOX. Got just about a, a minute here left before we go to our break, Jen, and then uh, we'll have a little bit of news, and we'll hear after that at uh, around 9.05 here local time from Tom Timmerman, the uh, Post-Dispatch Soccer Writer, so you've had an, an hour worth of guests now. We're, we're around the midway point of the night. What stood out to you from this first hour? What Maybe your your favorite little one line here and there. You know, I'm just 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 buzzing, you know, of really, it's, it's just kind of a buzz, right? It's just a, a buzz. It's palpable in everybody's voices, in Bill's voice, in, in our player's voice, and everything. It's just the, the buzz. I just wonder, are we, we're going to be so excited. I hope we pay a little bit of attention to the soccer too, right? Yeah, yeah no, it's funny because y- you think about how everything, I mean, this is going back now years. As as Bill said, there's been an extra year that, that wasn't expected in the run-up because of COVID. This has been a build and a build and a build. At some point, the soccer is going to come around and we're not going to be able to just say, how excited are we? We're going to have to talk about, you know, what went right, what went wrong. Right. There are going to be some bad That's losses. Right. It's not going to all be Critique sunshine time. and daisies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we're enjoying the happiness and the excitement well at last. No losses on the record just yet. We're going to get you some news and then we'll be back after the uh, top of the hour with Tom Timmerman. You're listening to St. Louis City Soccer Report on KMOX. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.